The Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. And welcome into the Fantasy Hockey Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me tonight is my brother, Nick Olzak. How are we doing, sir? Happy Tuesday. Yep, happy Tuesday to yourself. Doing good. Uh, another week of fantasy hockey on the docket. I uh, had a tough loss last week. Uh, took a 543 to 426 loss. And uh, mm. unfamiliar territory right now, sitting 502 and 2. So hoping to rebound this week. But I know that uh, you had a pretty good week yourself uh, between the two leagues. I think you said you only lost uh, one matchup. I think that's correct, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, eight and one between uh, the, the two leagues that I'm in. And uh, yeah, I've been putting up quite a few points in our league as well. 443 last week, 482 the week prior up against uh, yourself. That was, you know, a little, mm. little bit of a kick in the door. But uh, we'll see what you can do here. And let's see how you're doing in week five. Yeah, you're, you're, you're losing to an 0-4 team right now. But, you know, it's only Tuesday. It's Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> it's, Tuesday, it's Tuesday. I'm looking at their roster and... I honestly don't know how they got the 35 points that they have. <laughs> they uh, they definitely need to make some moves here. We got some guys on IR, the thin yeah. air crew. Uh, get mm-hmm. uh, get get to it, get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, we're uh, we're back today. We're going to be going over some uh, key goalie notes, uh, some risers and fallers at the goalie position, and we're also going to be talking about uh, some trending players. If we're buying, uh, you know, some up and coming players, if we want to maybe acquire them in a trade, or if it might be a, a key time to. Uh, sell them off early before the uh, before the the hot runs run cold uh, more sooner than later. Uh, let's dive into here. We're talking uh, trending goaltenders. So first up, we've got Martin Jones of the Seattle Kraken. Uh, right now, he's coming off of three straight wins. Uh, he has Grubauer and Dreiger both on the IR right now, so it's a pretty nice position. He's only thirty six percent rostered. Uh, he is someone that you can definitely pick up right now in fantasy. Um, is this someone that you're trusting going forward right uh, right now, Nick? Uh, is he someone that you're targeting on the waiver wire, via trades, anything like that? Yeah, he's definitely someone I'm targeting, especially to hold long term. I really like the schedule coming up with Nashville, Minnesota, Winnipeg in the next three. And he's getting a lot of starts right now. And uh, I don't see them playing the backup Joey Decor that much. I think uh, he'll probably play, you know, sit every fifth game or something like that. And it just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like he's going to be taking a lot of off nights. And so definitely someone you can plug into your lineup and definitely someone that can get you some points. The last few games here, yeah, I got a 3-2 win up against a solid Pittsburgh team, a shutout up against uh, the Wild, um, and then, yeah, another win up against Pittsburgh. So some good wins against some good teams. And, uh, yeah, definitely someone I would target for sure long-term, at least until those uh, other options come back for the Kraken. Yeah, if you're struggling at the goaltender position, whether it be injuries or just cold starts, you know, if you have some Jake Ottinger, if you got some Jacob Markstrom, a little combination of both there, you know, Martin Jones could be a nice little leg up for you. He has 20 plus fantasy points in his last three starts, and he has five wins out of his last seven starts. So he's looking really good right now. And the Seattle Kraken, they're doing the same. You know, they've been a nice little surprise uh, to start this season. Uh, They've now won uh, four games in a row. And I like the upcoming schedule as well at home, you know, next five at home. I'd like to them to at least take, a, you know, three or four of those. Like you'd said, Nashville, Minnesota, Winnipeg, 
the Rangers and LA. I think, yeah, three, three or four of those are definitely winnable. Uh, really only concerned about maybe the Rangers and Minnesota. They've kind of turned it, turned it on a little bit more so recently. Uh, next up, uh, red hot Scott Wedgwood. Uh, we still have Jake Ottinger out, like I just mentioned. Uh, Wedgwood would be a great handcuff uh, to, to an Ottinger owner for sure. Uh, he's only 27% rostered on Yahoo formats, and he's got three wins on the season, and they are all three games in a row. And the Dallas Stars, like the offense has arrived. My goodness. Uh, what is it? 18 goals in their last three games. Is that, am I reading that right? Six, seven, five. Yeah. 18 goals yeah. in their last three games with six goals allowed in that stretch. It's been pretty solid. Uh, typically, you know, Dallas has been known for their strong defensive play and, you know, you're, you're cashing a lot of unders on them in years past, but you know, that top line with uh, Rupe Hintz and Jason Robertson is booming. Wedgwood's in a really good spot right here. He's also getting the start tonight on the eighth up against Winnipeg. I would suspect he's probably going to be off for the 11th, and then they go on the road up against Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, and Florida. Is this someone that you would look to own year long now at this point? I mean, with Ottinger hurt, you got to imagine he comes back. He may not be, you know, the same as he was when he came out, you know, red hot. Uh, yeah, Scott Wedgwood's definitely, I think, another good long term hold, similar to Martin Jones. He's one of those guys where last year, back when he was in Arizona, picked him up. He would see a high volume of shots, got a lot of points. And so I actually just picked him up for tonight up against Winnipeg, hoping for a good performance there. I really like that matchup for him. And no, yeah, a lot of solid numbers in this Dallas Stars offense. They're booming as of late. And not even Jason Robertson and Rope Hins, a guy like Jamie Benn. He's been contributing mm -hmm. massively on the score sheet as of late. And uh, I think he's like in the top five or number one in the last 14 days. He's been really solid for the Dallas Stars. They're firing on all cylinders. They're putting the puck in the back of the net and Wedgwood stopping the puck. And so a hot team, uh, three wins in a row, hoping they can get four for me tonight and secure those uh, key points they need to come back in this matchup. But yeah, definitely get on some Scott Wedgwood for sure. I've got the stars and the under tonight, surprisingly. Maybe the offense cools down a little bit. Stars and the under. Winnipeg 0-5 to the over at home. Little 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 peep there. Little, little pick for tonight. Uh, Aiden Hill next up for the Vegas Golden Knights. He hasn't lost. He's 5-0. Pretty good. He allowed, yeah. He's coming off his worst start where he allowed four goals, but that was to the Montreal Canadiens. He still won. Uh, had 9.2 fantasy points in his previous starts, 15.8, 16.4, 14.6, 17 17.6. So this was the first time he went below double digits in as many starts. Uh, they've played 13 games. He's started and won five of them. This is just kind of another one of those situations. Like, is he worth that bereavement period between starts? Like, is he worth holding through that that time period, given how good that he's been to start this season? Yeah, I think for sure. And the Golden Knights uh, net mining as a whole has just been really solid. I know that was a big question for them coming into the year. Brassois mm -hmm. out. We got Robin Leonard that's out for the whole year. And so, yeah, you bring in logan thompson and aiden hill and they've gotten the yeah. job done yeah hill five wins with a 925 and a 217 been very 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 solid for this uh vegas team who's sitting pretty in first place in the nhl at 11 and 2 and aiden hill i think is definitely someone you got to get in the rotation for sure and at 36 mm percent -hmm. rostered i think once he hits the waiver wire that you can definitely get him in between starts because the volume is still low enough to where you can snag him up and uh there's going to be a good gap of a few days in between starts. So I, I definitely like Aiden Hill for sure. 
Yeah, he's off. Like you say, he's off to a great start, and the Golden Knights are playing very well. They have the a league best eleven and two record, and they're they're playing games pretty close. They're only eight and five ATS, so you know they're they're playing pretty close games. Uh, five and one at home, six and one on the road. I also have them beating uh, Toronto tonight on the road. So uh, interested to see what we get out of that one. Uh, speaking of Toronto, we have Eric Calgren of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Maple Leafs are also in some goaltender issue or have some goaltender issues. Sam Sanoff to the IR, Matt Murray to the IR, left with uh, Calgren and Petruzzoli. And Petruzzoli was called up uh, or signed from the which signed. AHL affiliate? He was signed because yeah. he wasn't mm-hmm. with, he didn't have an NHL contract. No. There was like some big thing about it on social media. The whole mm-hmm. locker room celebration was pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. th- that's hockey for you. Bringing people together, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really too interested in the uh, in the call up uh, in Petruzzoli. Eric Calgren, we've seen him before. Um, came in, in in relief on November fifth against Boston. Didn't let up anything. Had seven saves. Uh, took home a win up against Carolina on the road in his last start, uh, making twenty nine saves on thirty shots. I mean, just given the Maple Leafs and how well they play in the regular season. Should definitely be rostered. He's only thirty four percent rostered. But are are you betting on him being like a top goaltender going forward? Like, are you really you know getting a steal here on the waiver wire? I don't think he's that much of a steal. I think he's more of a rotation goalie for right now because I know Toronto did just activate Matt Murray off their IR, and so I think what I would keep an eye on uh, Callgren for sure because you're going to run into a situation because. I don't think Matt Murray is ready to come back at all. He was supposed to be on LTIR, and now all of a sudden, he, yeah, and now all of a sudden he's just back. And so I think that uh, Callgren could be someone you keep an eye on because you could very well have Matt Murray get uh, re-injure himself getting back in the games, whether it's practice and whatnot, getting back on the ice. And mm-hmm. so I think that he, uh, Callgren's definitely someone that you want to keep an eye on. But his, his play has been solid, but I want to see a little bit more of a sample size, especially out of a starter coming into uh, a pretty good schedule here with uh, a couple games against Pittsburgh and then Vancouver coming up. And so I'd want to see a bigger sample size before I'd want to fully commit, but definitely Mm -hmm. someone I would want to get in the rotation for now, but want to see a little bit more before a commitment. Yeah, he's gone up 14% across the last day as far as a roster rate. So he was, you know, sitting around 20%. You know, he does have a couple of looming starts, uh, you know, one against San Jose on the road, one against Anaheim on the road on that West Coast trip responded well in his last game. Like I, I feel like Carolina, you know, much better than both Anaheim and San Jose. Maybe it just wasn't the right place, the right time going forward. Yeah, definitely should be owned. And, you know, if you have a couple of other goalies starting on your roster that night, he's probably the guy that's, you know, still going to be on your bench. All right, next up, we've got uh, Peter Mrazek of the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks have moved uh, goaltender Alex Stalock into the uh, IR position. We've still got Arvid Soderblom there alongside Mrazek, but Mrazek is coming back, should be seeing a majority of the starts, I would I would believe, going forward. At, at best, a split. Uh, the Blackhawks are also playing very well, playing very tight games. Uh, they're 9-3 and three ATS, so all their games are very close. They have a 5-5 five and five record. Uh, but their games are, you know, well within reach, you know, for for you know a good portion of the game here. Does Mrazik become, you know, kind of an instant buy candidate because of how surprising the Blackhawks have played, or are you kind of, you know, buying that he's going to be a part of maybe their, you know, eminent destruction? <laughs> it's really hard to tell because uh, you look at a lot of teams that have these really hot starts and they just kind of fizzle out, like a Buffalo or, or a Seattle. Like they'll fizzle out towards the midway point of the year. It's still early. 
But for right now, I think I would definitely take the hot hand on the Chicago Blackhawks and Peter Mrazek because they're showing, hey, we can win hockey games even digging deep into our system because they signed, mm-hmm. uh, who was it, Dylan Wells, yeah, to uh, get another goalie in there because, yeah, they got to a point where Stalock, Soderblom, and Mrazek were all out, and so right. you had to have that guy come in. But, uh, no, it's good to see that they are getting healthy and this team looks like they can get in the right direction here, get above 500 in the next couple games. I like the L.A. matchup coming back against them. I think that's going to be a good game, and I like the Anaheim for a win out of Chicago. And so I think Mrazek will get at least one of those. And so, yeah, I definitely would want to get him in the rotation for sure, but I'd want to see, again, more starts out of him because he hasn't played for so long before I'd want to commit to a full-time roster spot with him. Mm Yeah, and like I said, the Blackhawks have played very well this season. There's only three losses where they've lost uh, by more than uh, one goal, so more than a two-goal deficit. Um, that was the first game of the season up against Colorado when Colorado was fully healthy. Um, I actually believe if, if we play Colorado today, we beat them personally. That's 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 where I'm at. They've got so many guys uh, beat up and uh, hurt right now. Um, and then you had the Islanders. That was a 3-1 loss, and uh, that game was actually like a 2-1 game until, I don't know, eight seconds left there was an empty Mm -hmm. net goal and then this last game was probably you know the worst performance we've had since opening night and that was a a, you know four zero shutout on the road in winnipeg i'm thinking they're they're going to bounce back here in the next couple of games i like mrazik as a uh, as a sneaky start he's only five percent rostered he's not going to cost you anything off the waiver wire so definitely someone that i'm looking to pick up right now um, just based off of again how well the blacks off blackhawks have played it may not show in their record but they're they're keeping games very close uh, we're going to hit a quick word from the sponsors, and we'll be right back after this. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the win, win bet win hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on win bet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. There's great promos, odds, and payouts are, are all happening right now at win bet. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds in every major sport, win bet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from, choose, choose from, excuse me, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN Merch Store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the D-Gen in your life. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you get 10% off when you use the promo code DALLASSUCKS. That's sportsgambling.com. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com and promo code DALLASSUCKS. Choke on some water there, pal? Yeah. That's all right. We're back at it. We're uh, we're going into more of our trending forwards um, and key additions off the waiver wire. This one's very surprising. Andre Kuzmenko of the Vancouver Canucks, uh, right there with the the weird boar, weird Bo Horvat production. Kuzmenko, 
four goals in his last two games, five points in his last two games. Uh, last game was a loss to Nashville by three to four. He had a goal game prior. They had, they beat Anaheim eight to five, and he had four points, three goals, and one assist. He's been looking very, very good through his last five games. He has uh, six goals in his last five and has, was at four, seven, eight, nine points in his last five. Available in a lot of leagues, but he's that's probably like dwindling, and that probably that window or door probably closed today uh, because we just have so many games. Hard to ignore that production when it's available on your waiver wire. Definitely should be added, but is this production that you buy to continue going forward, Nick? Is um, this, this going to be the regular here? <laughs> um, I like it for the next couple games. I like the Montreal and Ottawa games, but I think the schedule is going to get tricky here with Toronto, Boston, and Buffalo on the docket, and. Uh, no, I like Kuzmenko for sure. The ice time is going up, and uh, the production is going up. The more he's been getting on the ice, the more he's been producing. And so as long as his ice time stays up, I think he's going to produce. And, uh, yeah, he's definitely someone I would target for sure just to get in on the roster while he's hot. So the Vancouver Canucks are second in the NHL in total power play goals, and their first power play line is Kuzmenko, Bo Horvat and Elias Peterson. So they are getting it done right now in the power play. To me, that's where we're seeing the edge, you know, the extra playing time, all the scoring. It feels like that group specifically, that line one power play group uh, is really tuned up. Like they're, they're ready to go right now. I don't know if it was the Kevin Bieksa speech, you know, comeback, comeback speech in the locker room or what it was, but they've turned it on offensively. Uh, they do have uh, three wins out of their last six games. They couldn't say that from the previous six games. They had lost six in a row before that, if not more, I, I, I assume, actually. I think their first win may have come up against Seattle on the road uh, this season. <laughs> which would have been the six which would have been the sixth game ago. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're they're humming along at least offensively. Seems more like a sell type of candidate because I don't know if I believe that it's going to be maintainable throughout the regular season. Um, so that's kind of where I'm leaning with the Kuzmenko Bo Horvat situation. Um, and Bo is going to come up here pretty soon. Well, let's just skip to him. Um, yeah. he has was it geez, he has even more. He had three three straight games of two goals. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the last game he had at least an assist. So what let's count this up. One, uh, four. Six, eight, eight points in his last five or last four, excuse me. It's ridiculous. I mean, mostly scoring, but that group, like I said, like they've really turned it on, you know, uh, this power play group with Kuzmenko, Horvat, and Peterson. He might be feasting from it the most. Yeah. Um, right now, Bo Horvat's so one of those guys we talked about before the show. It's really hard not to pick him up. I know center spots are uh, very valuable in uh, our fantasy league. And so, Definitely someone you keep watching, which is exactly what I'm doing with him. But uh, his shots on goal, too, the last four games, he's been getting at least five shots on goal. So if you do like your prop bets out there, I would definitely target Bo Horvat for at least three and over three and a half shots on goal right now, at least at the stretch he's on. I think that's a healthy bet to place right there. But, uh, yeah, he's got well, he has six goals in the last four games and, uh, yeah, two assists on top of that. So definitely – some viable production right now. And uh, yeah, there's not a lot much more to say about Bo Horvat other than I think he's a slam dunk for sure for right now until he gets cold. Cause you never know. Yeah. I still feel like he could be a sell candidate for me. Uh, he's third <laughs> in the league right now in goals. Uh, the only two guys ahead of all well, the second, what am I saying? Carlson has the same amount, Eric Carlson, who we're going to talk about here soon. And then Connor McDavid had ahead of him. Uh, mm -hmm. I think, 
Connor has 13 goals in 13 games. He's averaging a goal a game right now. Uh, yeah, that's about right, I believe. I, he's been uh, on a pretty solid tear as of late. Solid tear. Uh, Horvat, definitely someone that needs to be owned right now. But if you're looking to, you know, maybe, you know, get a, a swap in your favor that may not last or out of production that may not last all season, I do think that Bo Horvat and Kuzmenko, you know, kind of fit that criteria right now. Um, next guy up we have is Carter Verahi of the Florida Panthers. Uh, he's on quite a bit of a tear right now. Definitely someone that I'm willing to buy. He's on that line one uh, with Barkov and Colin White. Uh, you know, with with there being just like, you know, a lot of holes in the lineup, I feel like he should be a safer hold candidate, not someone that I would necessarily want to get rid of. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I like him for sure. I think with the absence of Matthew Kachuk, Patrick Hornquist, Anthony Duclair, uh, they're hurting right now. And so this Florida Panthers team has been moving a lot of guys throughout the lineup, as you see with Colin White. Um, on the first lines with Carter Verhage and Barkov. And Verhage, he's reaping the benefits of playing on that first line right now, putting up a lot of points here. He's got yeah a couple points in the last game with a goal and an assist, two goals, goal and an assist. And so he's been reaping the benefits, getting that extra ice time, getting those extra minutes. And so I definitely think he's a buy candidate for sure. And I like the schedule coming up. I like Carolina, Edmonton, Dallas, and Washington, all four games that I think will be very close games. And so definitely someone I would want to target for sure. And Carter Verhage. Getting those shots on goal as well. Uh, you had mentioned him with Horvat. Um, last two games, Carter has uh, five-plus shots in both games. So five, five, four, two, and three. His last five games, getting the puck to the net. Uh, just like what he's been doing on that top line. And I feel like when those guys do come back, you know, if he keeps this up, he could really, you know, etch him, etch him spell, etch himself into the top of that line. <clears throat> Couldn't get that out. Excuse me. Uh, next guy up is tied for second in the NHL with total goals, and he's a defenseman, Eric Carlson. Another buy, or I'm sorry, another sell candidate for me, not a buy candidate. Um, these minutes are crazy. These last two games, he's played a full game of hockey total in these last two games 31 minutes of ice time, 32 minutes of ice time. I can't buy that that's going to be sustainable all season long. Yeah, it's real. It's a really touchy feely kind of thing with Eric Carlson. I think he's one of those guys that just comes out with a hot start, similar to what a lot of teams do. But then I think he's going to fizzle out, and we're going to start to see his regular production that he we've seen the last uh, couple of years in San Jose. But right now he's solid, and uh, if you're an owner, I think you can definitely get a very very good return on an Eric Carlson right now. Probably a really top notch forward, looking at a top ten guy maybe even a defenseman in there because yeah the numbers are just insane he had a hat trick up against anaheim on the first and yeah the minutes are there the shots are there definitely someone too you want to target for shots on goal the last what is it one two three yeah one two three four five six games he's had five shots on goal or more so definitely someone you might be able to hit some props with the ice time is there the percentage rates there and so definitely a lot of value on the table to sell him for sure because the San Jose Sharks team as a whole, they're not that good. In fact, I believe they're going to be a solid team in the running for Connor Bedard. And so I think, yeah, Eric Carlson right now, sell him while he's hot. I I can't imagine this production has been across, was it four losses, four straight losses? Had two goals and a three to four loss. Had three goals and a five to six loss. Had a goal and a three to four loss and had an assist in a four to five loss like yeah, they're just very, very bad. It doesn't matter what Eric Carlson does. He can, you know, 
He could be, he could have more goals than Connor McDavid. The team probably still isn't going to win games. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So it's just not a situation that I want to tie myself to season long. And because he's played so well, I feel like I can get a, a re really healthy return on him. Um, yeah, definitely a huge sell candidate. We both agree there. Uh, Jamie Ben is the next guy up. You had, you had spoke about him a little bit recently. Uh, across the last week, yeah, he's definitely got to be number one. He has four goals in his last two games. He has was that uh, four, six, eight points in his last three. Uh, he is a plus, but he's only a plus three th through that period. I mean, I don't know what's up with that. I feel like he, that should be higher. Um, yeah, he scored. The, he scored three goals. The team scored six, and he was only a plus one, and that went up against Edmonton. So that's that's certainly not ideal. I know he's playing on the what is it the third line with uh, Wyatt Johnson and. Who's the other line mate there? Uh, Delandria. Delandria. Yeah. Ty mm -hmm. Delandria. That's that's what. I, not a memorable name, by the way. Sorry, <laughs> not a member. Ty Delandria. Not not a memorable one. Uh, but Jamie Jamie Ben. He's available in just about uh, fifty percent of uh, fantasy hockey leagues right now. It's plus seventeen percent across the last day. So if you can scoop him up to start him, I I would. But you know, in a lot of deeper leagues, I feel like I want to sell this this uh, production here because the minutes really aren't there the offense kind of feels more like a flash in the pan. Like, you know, this, this, this moment will fade. So if you can get something out of this, I'm, I'm all for trying to move Jamie Ben uh, this week or this weekend. You know, if you want to maybe wait out this week, uh, what are we in week five now? If you want to wait mm -hmm. out, wait out week five, then by all means do so. But I feel like, you know, the irons are hot. Let's get them going. Let's get them out of here. Yeah, I definitely, I want to see what he does tonight up against Winnipeg as well as San Jose. Because I don't think that the production honestly will stick. I think you're running into situations where you have the teams putting up five, six, and seven goals. But you got to ask, is he going to keep playing at this top level when the mm. team's not putting up five, six, seven goals? And so I think definitely someone that if you have him in a deeper league, sell him for sure. But as of right now, I think he's someone that uh, you should buy on the next couple games. And then after that, definitely sell. Because, yeah, the production's there. But for me... The ice time really is uh, isn't there, and plus one overall in the year when the Dallas Stars have been pretty solid. It's a little surprising to me, so yeah, definitely someone I would sell after the next couple of games here. Just trying to get some scoring updates, see if he had done anything yet. Dallas game has not started yet. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not buying that it's going to continue. If you want to wait for the next couple of games, by all means. Um, but I feel like you know. Each game that he, you know, shows the real Jamie Ben is going to be less value you're going to get in return for him. So tread lightly. Uh, all right, next guy up we have uh, Nikita Zadorov. This is someone that you just picked up. Why don't you, uh, you know, let everybody know what was the the big factor in your acquisition of him? Yeah, I saw the ad number was really high, and uh, yeah, sixteen percent roster in the last day. Currently sitting at nineteen percent roster. And yeah, the last few games he's been uh, stringing together on a Calgary team that isn't doing that well right now. They've lost now, what is this, one, two, three, four, five, six losses in a row on the road against New Jersey tonight. But in those games, Zadorov has been pretty solid. You look at uh, the last game, he played 25 minutes, got an assist. Before that, 28 minutes and got a goal. 18, the game before that, 14. But the last few games here, his ice time is on the rise and his production is on the rise as well. And so I think he's definitely someone that you look at. And uh, it's weird, the last few games he's been getting on the score sheet a lot. And he's not normally someone that I think of as someone that got on the score sheet. He's, I've always known him as a bigger defensive defenseman kind of guy when I've seen him, at least in Chicago, when he right. was here. So it's nice to see a guy like him get on the score sheet. 
And I will be uh, interested to see how this game tonight goes up against the New Jersey Devils because they have been very hot. And uh, I know Dan Fladar is getting the start for Calgary because uh, Jacob Markstrom played last night on a tough loss to the Islanders. And so I'll be curious to see if uh, the team can rebound and Zadorov can stay hot. Yeah, the Devils are nine and three on the season, and they're eight and four ATS. Uh, I I picked them to beat Calgary the other day, and I'm picking them again to beat Calgary at home. So feeling pretty good about that one. Um, Zadorov, I, I like it. I, I was I was going back and forth between him and uh, I think it was Skeej. Yeah, Brady Shea. Whatever. <laughs> That's a stupid name. Brady Shea. Excuse me of uh carolina and he was the one that i wound up going with uh, but that was a hit based league and i think that he had just a safer floor between hit, hits and total shots on goal so yeah not not a bad ad but uh in that league i'm also in it's not points based so it's it's just you know you're just winning the category not that not that sexy of a pick in that in that format all right next up we've got uh brandon hagel of the tampa bay lightning only 21 percent rostered uh, doesn't fit that criteria for me. Uh, the recent production, playing on that top line with Kucherov and uh, is it point. Oh, point. Yeah, is it point or is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's Brandon, Brandon Point, point and Kucherov. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of minutes, a lot of shots on goal. The production's there. He had three points in his last game. They get Edmonton tonight. That's going to be a good matchup. Back to back games against Washington. They've been a uh, you know. Dumpster fire, I'll say, at least on defense. Been putting up a fair amount of offense, but they can't stop the puck, that's for sure. Points have been there, 25.5, 6 15.8, Had a, a run there where we had three goals uh, in consecutive games. What do you think? Yeah, I think playing against the, uh, with uh, Nikita Kucherov, there's no wrong answer with him. I think uh, he's going to get a lot more production playing on that line. I'll be curious to see how this Edmonton game goes tonight. I think that's going to be a very good matchup, and i actually hoping to watch a little bit of that once we uh, get done filming. But, uh, no, I definitely do like Brandon Hagel, like I said, playing with Kucherov because Kucherov's been very hot, and I mm-hmm. think he is going to reap off of some of his production. The ice time is there. He's been getting a lot of points in his last few games. So definitely I would want to target at least while he's playing on the top line. I would keep an eye on mm-hmm. it, make sure that he doesn't fall, you know, line two or line three because he is one of those guys that is very versatile and you can play him anywhere in the lineup. So I wouldn't be surprised if John Cooper did shake things up if they were in a spill and did move him to a line three. But right now on a line one with uh, Point and Kucherov, I think that's very lethal. And I definitely think that uh, Brandon Hagel is somebody you should get on for sure. All right, right on. Um, yeah, no, really no disagreement there. Looking good. Great opportunity. Minutes are there. It's good stuff. Devils Devils are down one nothing. Woohoo. Ooh. Sorry, I think they started off the last game down one nothing too. Uh, next guy up, we got uh, very familiar, very familiar. Nick and I are with uh, Kirby Doc, twenty one percent rostered, plus nine across the last day. He's got two goals and eight assists on the season. Has pretty much all that production in his last uh, was that four games. Coming off a three assist game, uh, the games prior to that he went goal assist and then two assists. G- going back to the 29th of October, Montreal's been bad. They've lost three in a row, but he's looked pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of a fringe play for me on my roster, off my roster. Not someone I'm committing to long term. Yeah, no, he's definitely not someone I think that is meant to be committed to on a long term basis, especially playing on the Montreal Canadiens, who are known to be a team that is going to struggle this year. And uh, 
I mean, he is playing on the top line with uh, Suzuki and Caulfield. He's getting those minutes on the right wing in the first power play unit. But mm -hmm. he just seems like a flash-in-the-pan kind of guy. He's hot right now, but you look deeper into his uh, production, and it's not really there down the stretch. So definitely someone I would pass on. All right. You're, you're not, you don't want him at all? You don't want to pick him up? No, not right now. I just think, like I said, he's kind of a flash in the pan right now. I think uh, someone that he's going to go uh, cold pretty quick, especially. I know they've got Detroit tonight. They've been mm -hmm. very good. Vancouver, they've been turning it around. Pittsburgh, New Jersey. So just some good uh, teams on the docket here. And so I think uh, his production will kind of die down a little bit playing some better teams. Uh, I, I would have liked playing him tonight up against Detroit uh, and Vancouver. But, yeah, the matchups beyond that, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, not great. Columbus is also a good one. So, eh, really just, yeah, really just Pittsburgh and New Jersey would be the only ones that concern me. But, yeah, I don't see it going on for much longer. Uh, I think he's I think he's worth an ad for a couple of days. But, like I said, neither mm -hmm. of us are into him long term anyways. Uh, next guy up we've got is uh, Luke Shen. He is not overwhelming the box score with goals and assists. Just keeping a pretty even keel. He's getting some pucks to the net. He's blocking shots. And there's just some really, you know, safe fantasy production. His last couple of games, 8.9, 4.9, 0, 10.9, and 8. It's really good numbers for a defenseman. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely would want to get a piece of Luke Shen as of right now. I don't really like uh I don't really I don't like that there's uh not as much production, but like I said, he's not someone that's hurting you in fantasy. He's keeping positive for the most part. And uh, he's been good plus minus, getting a few assists here and there. His plus minus has been solid. Um, yeah, he's not going to, you know, make your team significantly better, not going to hurt you. But he's definitely someone you can just plug in if you need a guy for a game. And, yeah, Lucian, I think, would be a good option because I don't think he would uh, hurt your fantasy team at all. Yeah, like what he's doing, keeping it pretty even keel. He's only 30% rostered. Definitely a good streaming candidate. Eventually, you're going to find someone who's booming a little bit more on your waiver wire, but I think that he's a good plug and play to you know kind of hold off those periods. Uh, next up, we've got Miles Wood of the New, New Jersey Devils. He is uh, you know a lower-end player playing on the fourth line, uh, but getting some power play time. Lots of scoring recently. He has four goals in his last four games and three assists in his last four games. So eight points in the season and seven points in the last four games. What do you think about Miles Wood? Um, yeah, I think the power play time gives him a little bit more uh, value to his cause. And so I think he's definitely someone I would want to get on, uh, especially with the schedule coming up too. Yeah, Calgary tonight, who they have been struggling. You got the Senators and the Coyotes. Then mm -hmm. he wrote the road against Montreal. And so definitely I think uh, there's some room for him to produce there. Although I would like to see his ice time go up. I maybe. In a minute, if that, like, uh, his ice time is just barely there for me to want to commit, but definitely someone that I would uh, want to take a look at for sure. Schedule's good. Although he is a fourth liner, like you said, he is getting power play time. So definitely someone uh, I think would be a good pump and dump guy. Yeah, definitely someone to just keep your eye on, too. You know, if you saw someone in that lineup take an injury, I think that he's someone that just quickly moves up that lineup. Uh, like we like Nick said, like he's not playing a lot of minutes, right? But even in under 10 minutes played on the 1st of November up against Vancouver, he still had an assist. That was his lowest total on his last four games with 7.8 7 .8 fantasy points. Uh, each of uh, three of the last four, excuse me, he had double digits. In one game, he had damn near 30 with two goals and an assist. Eight, eight shots on goal. Wow. I mean, that's all coming from the power mm. play. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. That's, that's got to be like five or six shots from the power play. So – very exciting player right now. 
if you don't want to pick him up, you know, wouldn't hurt my feelings, but definitely someone you want to, you know, click on that star, you know, definitely someone you want to put on your watch list. All right. And lastly here, and we're going to be heading out. We've got uh, Jeff Skinner of the Buffalo Sabres. This is a name that we brought up in recent weeks and he just refuses to go away. Um, he did have a not so great game up against Carolina in a three to five loss where he only had a uh, 0.7 fantasy points, but Every other game, he's hitting double digits or, or damn near close to it. Nine point six in the twenty seventh, twenty seventh of October. Nine point seven on the twenty or October twenty second. Excuse me. A lot of production here. I think he's got to be owned at this point for sure. Yeah, it's a really interesting play with them. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers—they've been really hot. I'll be interested to see if they stay hot. Um, they've done a good job of getting some uh, depth going in their lineup, getting a lot of depth scoring. Jeff Skinner playing on the second line with Dylan Cousins and Alex Tuck. That line's been pretty solid down the stretch so far. And what's interesting to me right now is Jeff Skinner is centering the first power play. And I've never considered Jeff Skinner to be a center. But, uh, yeah, he's going to get a lot more opportunities there on the first power play on a team that's uh, booming like this. And, yeah, his production has been uh, pretty solid down the stretch here. A few games where uh, he struggled – or one game, sorry, where he struggled. But outside of that, been a very uh, solid guy. Not sure Mm -hmm. why he's minus two in the last day, maybe just – the general public was really happy about one bad or un, unhappy about one bad game. But yeah, definitely someone uh, I would want to get in on while the Buffalo Sabres are still uh, rolling. Yeah, I'm all I'm all about him. Uh, give me some Jeff Skinner. Uh, I actually I actually did drop him in another league, but I picked up, um, you know, all, most of the production from last week. So I was, I was pretty health, uh, happy about it. Um, but on that team, I'm just like completely stacked. So like I, I had to add a, a goalie. I needed a goalie start. So I dropped him for Aiden Hill and Aiden Hill wound up giving okay. me a nice win on uh, mm-hmm. on Sunday because I dropped him on Saturday. So good. Still kind of that pump and dump type of criteria, but he's been really solid. You know, the league that I was in, it's a little bit more uh, shallow. It's not as deep. So take take a, take it with him uh, all you can get. I like the upcoming matchups. I know they just uh, tied up the game. Buffalo, it's one to one up against Arizona. Got Buffalo in that one. Praying that they can bring it home. Uh, Red Wings <laughs> also just scored. We've got lots of scoring Ooh. going on right now. Was that Dylan Larkin? I need those fans. That points. was David Perron. Oh, David Perron. Good for him. Let me see. Yep, good stuff. Have... All right, anything to share before we head out? Yeah, check me out on uh, Twitter, Face Off with OZ. Talk about fancy hockey, NHL, hockey content in general. And then check out uh, ONU Tigers Hockey on Twitter. Follow me and uh, where I'm going in the college hockey world. And, uh, yeah, let's see. uh, Hope for a rebound week this week. (laughs) I'm just going to keep trucking the competition. No big deal. (laughs) Nick's going to have a nice little bounce back week. We got some good stuff. Appreciate you guys listening to us. Take care. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.